The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We're glad you found us. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Empower yourself and get inspired to build the life of your dreams. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. I am super duper excited to have you join us today while we explore the concept of living a life of peace every day. Peace defined as wholeness, completeness, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. I want you just to take a really deep breath, expand that belly, and just hold it for a few seconds, release slowly and completely. And while you're doing that, visualize your day peaceful, at peace, whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken, totality. And I want you to know that yes, it is possible for you to live a life of peace every day. Yes, you deserve peace every day. And yes, you can have peace every day. We work together on this show to bring you the topics and the guests to partner with you as you create your life of peace every day, today included. We have a fabulous guest for you today. But before we get into that, I want to tell you about our free offers because you are an everyday peacemaker and you deserve a free offer. So we are continuing with our passion because what you are passionate about, you love. It doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel hard. You lose yourself. There's no concept of time. This is your passion. You deserve to know what your passion is, how to achieve it, and how to be in that space and work in that space. So there is a seven-day free course available to you, uh, the 2020 uh, Clarity Course on Passion, seven-day course. And you can get that just by emailing Drayvon James at gmail.com and putting free in the subject line. A huge thank you for all of the feedback that I've been getting from our listeners about that. So we're still making that available. And I know it's been a blessing in a lot of people's lives. Could be one of yours too. So go ahead and pick that up. Also, I want to mention to you about free courses online or just courses online at the Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning. They have they offer amazing courses for development in whatever area you want to develop. So I happen to teach a course on there called the 2020 Clarity Course on there, but there are lots of wonderful courses on there. So please visit the Institute for Leadership and Lifelong Learning as well. Um, you may find something on there that really piques your interest. Today we have a fabulous guest. We are talking today with Dr. Patrick Porter. He is an award-winning author and speaker who has devoted his career to neuroscience and brain wave entrainment. As the founder of BrainTap Technologies, Dr. Porter has emerged as a leader in the digital health and wellness field. BrainTap's digital tools and mind development apps using proprietary algorithms that have made tremendous advances in mastering peak performance and bettering mental, physical, and emotional health. BrainTap has been praised for helping people improve mental clarity, sleep quality, and energy levels. So today we're focusing on memory. Who couldn't use a better memory? Um, 
as you all may or may not be aware, November marks uh, Alzheimer's Month and Alzheimer's Awareness. And we are really kicking off this month by talking about Alzheimer's and uh, ways to improve our memory and, and get more and going forth with that. And Dr. Porter, we're so happy to have you join us to kick off this event for us. How are you today? I'm doing great. And thank you, Dr. James, for having me. Oh, it's, it is my pleasure. I tell you, the work that you're doing is phenomenal, and I'm going to let you talk all about that. But, um, you know, when we hear neuroscience a lot of times, so I, one or two things can happen, right? We become um, totally involved in wanting to know more about it, or we get totally shut down because it sounds so difficult and so far advanced. But you have really, I've listened to and read some of your work, and um, you've really demystified it in, in my mind, really, and um, really have done some amazing work. Tell us a little bit about the work that's been keeping you so busy over the years. Well, the, the main focus is we need to get people out of their, what we call their survivor brain and into their thriving brain. When you're in that survivor brain with stress, and you, that's why your show is so important, everyday peace, we need to get people out of that stress mode and into that recovery. Uh, in our nervous system, a lot of people don't realize when they get trapped in that cycle of stress and confusion, that can come from things like digital text messages, the broadcast news, these kind of things. Uh, you know, I tell people one of the biggest things you can do for your stress is don't, don't invite it into your house. You know, stay out of the way of those things. So what, what we're trying to do is how can we take what nature's given us? Because our bodies, unfortunately, haven't changed with the times. We're, we're living in a digital age, you know, all this technology. But our bodies are still like the old caveman. When, when, we, were hunt, when we were being hunted by that saber-toothed tiger, our bodies would get this stress response maybe five or six times a week. Well, most of your listeners probably get five or six before breakfast, you know, depending upon how they woke up. In fact, just the fact of waking up your alarm clock, there's two things that does for you that causes stress in your life. Number one, the minute you set that alarm, you created anticipatory stress because you knew after that great night's sleep or not, whatever your sleep patterns were, you knew that you were going to be awakened to the startling sounds of your alarm. That's going to immediately jolt you from that peace and calm, what we call the thriving brain or, or biology, right into that fight or flight response. Then depending upon the cycle you have during the amount of your day, it's either going to switch off or it's going to click back on. So the key here is how do we shift the gears? How do we do that? And I loved your, how you started this show because you help people at that moment shift that gear. You can do it as easily as taking a deep breath using the positive affirmative statements. I mean, that's one way you can do it. It's just people get so busy in their life, they forget to take time for recovery. You know, it, it, and recovery is just as important as thriving, you know, for to going after a goal or achievement. You know, we know this in sports when we work with our Olympic athletes. Most of the time, they're not under, they're not under training. They're overtraining. And some people overstress in their life because they overreach because, they, you know, there's a saying even the Buddhist said it. He says, cease expecting you have all things. That's not the way of Americans, right? We want everything and we want it for free, you know, but – some people will go after things to, you know, they, there's an old saying that says, you know, people retire and expire. The average life expectancy as people get older isn't very good because they never plan to live that long. You know, we need to plan as if we're going to live forever, but live our life like today's our last day on earth. 
And if we do that, we'll have more joy, more greater happiness, like you said, everyday peace, because we're going to do today what we don't leave for tomorrow. And part of that is just bringing your own self-discovery. So what keeps me up at night is how can I do this simple, easy, because for me, I like to tell people I was literally blessed to be the son of an alcoholic. And the reason for that was church members actually came to our house and told my dad, we're going to teach you how to relax. We have a stress seminar. My dad was a very, very chronic, troubled alcoholic. And the only thing that helped him was learning to meditate. But it wasn't the meditation you might be thinking of. It was technology-driven meditation because they used technology to get them there, whether that, that was technology. They used a different type of sounds and music or what they call GSR devices to train people to relax. So my whole my whole mission really besides bettering a billion brains is teaching people that we have technology out there even your radio show would be considered a technology to help people right so if they are able to plug in and listen they're going to learn something of value there and it's going to shift the way they think of themselves their relationship to the world and hopefully their relationship with stress because we're going to have stress in our life it's not about that it's about how do we recover from that stress if you're if you get stressed in the morning and then in the evening, you're still talking about it. You've got a problem. We've got to work on that. We've got to teach you to disengage from that stress and not form such an addiction to that stress. People become addicted to bad habits just as well as good habits. And so we need to get them addicted to the positive habits, the, those, those informative habits, and, you know, things of that nature. Oh, you've said so much in that introduction. There are so many things we can just pick up on there. But I just want to just get that last bit that you said about our relationship to stress. And you're so right. You mentioned something happening in the morning and you're still ruminating on it in the evening time. I have had experiences where working with people with something happened over a year ago and it is as fresh in their emotional space as if it happened five minutes ago. And um, and that they're hyper stress, hyper stress and co continuously reliving very painful events as though they were in the present moment. It's like their brain is on a loop. And, you know, we know mm -hmm. that we keep having these, you know, this, the thoughts continue, but they're really stuck in that moment. And I personally believe that if there is some technique or some technology that could be used that would help people to get out of this space of ruminating and and uh, over these negative thoughts and you know how often do we ruminate over positive thoughts i don't think very often if we do they don't last something great happens five minutes ago somebody cuts you off in traffic and you've already given up on that great thing that happened and you're focused on that that one event so we really do want to be able to switch the way we perceive uh, our day in the world that in the environment that we live in and change that addictive be behavior if we want to call it that to become mm -hmm. something that is more positive based more life affirming so I, I agree with you 100 percent. And, you know, with, with this being, you know, National Alzheimer's Month and awareness, um, I know that dementia, memory loss is something that is really uh, on the minds of not only our senior com community, but a lot of our uh, healthcare professionals as they become very, very stressed with the increased workload and other professionals as well are really concerned about memory loss as it relates to being stressed induced. Do you find that um, you find a lot of people having problems with their memory younger and younger because of the excessive stress that they're in? 
Oh, yeah. A lot. What science is showing us now, which is kind of fascinating and scary at the same time, is that the hippocampus, which is that part of our brain that takes short-term memories, makes them long-term memories, and then also is the retrieval system for those memories, it shrinks. It can shrink up to a quarter of an inch depending upon a year-long stressful event. And so we need to have a way to disengage from that stress so that our, because that stress is causing restriction of blood flow and circulation. That restriction of blood flow and circulation means that more cells are going to go into apoptosis or cell death because they need the nutrients, they need the blood flow. Breathing is one of the first things people can do to improve the quality of their life. Most people, and this is just for your listeners to do, when you're sitting across from somebody and you're talking to them, watch when they start talking about stressful events. They immediately stop breathing. In order to have a negative memory to come up in your mind, you have to stop breathing because all negative emotional states have one thing in common. They lack lack breathing. Think of anger, fear, frustration. Next time you have any of those, breathe through it and you'll find you can't hang on to the fear anymore. Because emotion means energy and motion. But these are negative emotions. It's like putting too much current through an electrical circuit. It's going to burn out. Our brain is going to burn out if we're too stressful. The next thing that we're finding is with, within all age groups, we're not drinking enough water as a community. Our brain is a hydro engine. So it need, we need to be drinking half our body's weight in ounces of water. If not, our brain is going to dehydrate. And if you've ever had your car uh, run on low oil, that engine burns up faster, runs hotter. In, in medical science, we would call that inflammation. This inflammation in the brain shows up as brain fog, irritation, stress, and anxiety. And unfortunately, as we all get better looking and more intelligent with age, certain things happen to us, right? We, we start to forget things. It's not that we don't remember them. Our biology remembers everything. In fact, if we had a brain surgeon touch different parts of the brain, we all have a perfect memory. It's the recall of those memories that we need to work on. And that's where your diet comes in, your ability to exercise, your downtime. Are you, are you doing things with, you know, when they talk about community, those people that keep their memories the longest have a good community of people they communicate with. They have uh, close friends. They spend time either in prayer, meditation, some way getting into an altered state that allows their body to rejuvenate and replenish. They get good sleep. And we can talk about that with brain health a little bit longer if, if time permits. But sleep is really the magical cure for almost everything out there. If people get a good night's sleep, they would probably all agree that they feel like they have a superpower. And if you don't get a good night's sleep, it's, it's almost as if somebody robbed you of your energy and you're running around on a, on a you know, empty tank of gas. So there's certain things we can do to do that. And, yes, it's, I mean, they've actually diagnosed people with Alzheimer's at 30 years old now. Now, when I was growing up, this was a number of years ago, in the 70s and 80s, there were very few people. And if we think about our ancient structure of our ancient times, let's just talk about the Native Americans. They didn't keep the history of the tribe with the young kids. The history of the tribe went to the elders. So that tells us that this is a lifestyle problem. It's not an aging problem. Our brains are designed to last until we expire, not slowly have dementia. The biggest fear in the world right now is fear of losing our memory and have to be taken care of by our family or maybe have no one to take care of us. Well, we can avoid that because our brain, there's a really good book out 
called Saving Your Brain. It's one of our doctors wrote a chapter in there, and it talks about brain tap coming to the rescue. Because we did a study with, with uh, women, 55, 65. They were all diagnosed with onset dementia. And the doctors diagnosed them. What we found out was one brain, because we have these two hemispheres in our head, was out of coherence, which means they weren't communicating properly. But after six weeks of using brain tap, morning, afternoon, and evening, we had a 49% improvement in neurological function called neuroplasticity. And when they went back to their doctors, their doctors said, you know, if you came to me like this six weeks ago, I would have never diagnosed you. But because the medical community doesn't believe there is a, quote, cure, because we can't say that, right, there's not a cure for dementia, but they don't have any more of the symptoms because our brain can heal at any age. That's one thing I want your listeners to know, but you've got to start taking care of it now. You can't wait till it becomes so bad that there's nothing to repair. It makes perfectly good sense that the brain could heal at any age because we're always, you know, cell regeneration and all of this happening. But I guess because we don't hear that from the medical community, you know, we hear that you've got dementia. This is a lifetime diagnosis. And then if you start to have plaques developing in the brain and that what have you now, you've got Alzheimer's. And that's a, you know, a whole nother realm of just, um, you know, your results, your quality of life, your life indeed, just being suffocated, if you will. And it's encouraging to hear you say that coming on early enough can be the idea, can make the difference between uh, getting full recovery or, you know, not getting any response at all. So what do people need, what do people need to look for? I I mentioned before we went on air that I have a pretty stressful, um, day most of my days are really stressful i run a hospital mm-hmm. pharmacy and it's, it's mm-hmm. covid time so and mm-hmm. i find my i find myself you know it's uh, always more work it, it's overwhelming workload uh, every day and i'll find myself grasping for a word that's just beyond my my mental reach i i know what word i want but i just can't grasp it and it used to be easy for me to okay it's gone okay i got it but now it's gone it, it floats so far away it's a waste i feel like i don't have enough time to even go try to find the word i just substitute a, you know a grunt in place of the word mm-hmm. right but you know how what what are the signs that we should be looking for that would say you know what let me start doing taking some of these tips and and putting them into play now like what what what, what are some of the well, first what, warning signs one thing if anybody feels like they're the onset of alzheimer's or dementia go to your peanut butter jar as bizarre as it sounds if you don't smell the peanut butter you better go to your neurologist because there's something going on that's one of the quickest ways you can test as bizarre as that sounds that's the first thing to do the other is if you find that it gets worse under stress you're in luck because you can do something about the way your body handles stress. You can start doing in our bodies are designed for movement and breath. Now, this is one of the things you can do outside of mindfulness or meditation, which is what we do at BrainTap. But if you started doing breathing, we're going to teach you how to do breathing techniques through BrainTap, but you can do it yourself as well. You can do something like yoga, even if it's just getting down and doing the simplest poses and breathing techniques or do something like Tai Chi, Go to your, they're opening up in most places in, in the world right now where you can start getting back into these groups. Get into these groups because our body sitting, unfortunately, is now considered the next smoking, right? They know that our nervous system needs to breathe and move. 
This is something you can do right now. If you can't move, they have what they call restorative yoga. Look that up in your area. Restorative yoga will help to bring back that flexibility. And the most exciting thing for me is because I get to go to India quite often when there's not COVID. And we work with, the, we work with several universities there. One is called AIMS, the All Indian Institute of Medical Sciences. And they do a lot of research on yogic practices and uh, just natural medicines and things of that nature. And what we showed there was that, and we also mirrored this with a study at MIT that they did with uh, Lou Tai, who did the study on gamma response. When you produce gamma, think of brainwaves like gear shifts in your car, like the old standard transmission. And unfortunately, most people don't shift the gears enough because they can't get the gears to shift. They get stuck in one gear. Maybe they get stuck in tired gear. They get stuck in the over-energized gear. You know, we need to be able to flow between these different brain states all the time. But gamma is it's 40 hertz frequency or higher, but that's the brain wave that actually breaks down this amyloid plaque you were just talking about. Meditation, when people learn to meditate, then you create a 10 hertz frequency of alpha. That 10 hertz frequency of alpha resonates and expands all of the brain waves. That's why when we do the science of meditation and why people find it so difficult is because their mind doesn't know how to focus and do that. So we've done that with light, sound, and vibration. But when you do that in nature, so to give you an example, if you and I, uh, Dr. James, were to go to the ocean and we're sitting by the ocean having a conversation, our bodies would resonate with the ocean even if we didn't intend on it happening because our body has what they call frequency following response. When we're around two individuals, like if you and I were meeting in person, we would harmonize on an energetic level. And actually science says now that we actually share photons. We have what we call biophotons. We give them off all the time. So we actually share our light when we're together. But we share our frequency and our vibration everywhere, even right now through this interview, because we're 99.9% empty space. We're information. We're energy beings. And now they're saying, hey, science is proving that even at a cellular level, every 40 seconds, our DNA broadcasts biophotons out into our system that rebraid the 99% of DNA they're saying is junk DNA. But now we know it isn't junk because God didn't make any junk. You know, what it did was that we change who we are every 40 seconds or less to our new environment based on the foods we eat, the thoughts we think, the people we hang around with, all of the, our environment that we're in. So we can change who we are by changing our environment. If you feel sluggish, I guarantee you, you start moving and breathing. You're gonna not feel sluggish after about three or four days. You're gonna start to form those new patterns, those new habits, but our body is always dictating its environment based on the environment you place it in. There's a saying that I love. It's, it says, and it's an, old, it's an old saying that they have, is that you never step into the same river twice because the river is always moving, right? So you never step into the same river. Our bodies are like a river, but it's a river of consciousness. And who we woke up with this morning is not the same person we're going to go to sleep with in the evening. Now, what people do, and in, in my book, Awaken the Genius, I talk about this. I call them dragons because people want to drag on and on and on their past, that they no longer need, want, and desire. And it's, it should be as simple as simply forgiving. And the word forgiveness, most people don't realize, means to give before you get. 
A lot of people say, well, I'll forgive you if you forgive me, or if you do this or you do that. They put some condition on it. But the reality is, and you, you said it earlier a little bit, but a lot of people will blame their present experiences on their parents. One of the things that I always do in, this, in my seminars when I'm leading them is I'll have people write down the age of their, their parents were when they were born. And usually it's between, you know, uh, 18 and 25 years old. And they're 35, 40 years old or more. And I'll say, would you, would you really, did you think your parents went to parent university before they had you? You know, you, you might not even been planned. I mean, I remember my dad, we had nine kids in our family, and my dad, one of the brightest days of his life, I guess, he said, you know, I woke up one day and had nine kids. Well, that's not a really good thing for the kids to hear. But <laughs> the, the, you know, the, that's what he, so what we're talking about is people who are ill-equipped to train and motivate and educate kids are having them because that's the way it's always been. But then well, if you find out, and that's why I said at the very beginning how I was blessed to be the son of an alcoholic because my dad got help. You could be that person out there today for your family to make that change, whether it be to help them to uh, not not develop things like Alzheimer's because you're going to get them eating healthy, drinking uh, plenty of water, moving and exercising, doing something like the brain tap or meditating, doing Tai Chi yoga. You've got to have the lifestyle that mirrors the result you want. If you're leading a lifestyle, if you really are honest with yourself and you look at your lifestyle and say, wow, it's, it's not really a difficult math problem. If you're living a lifestyle that you would, you'd say, wow, that lifestyle adds up to dementia because all you do is watch TV. You do the same thing every day. You don't change your habits. You drink a six-pack of beer every night or whatever it is. You know, and there's nothing healthy about your lifestyle other than maybe one, maybe an hour a week you go to church. You know, that, some people think that's all they have to do. Well, it's a, it's a lifelong process. And really, you're going to feel so much better by making these changes that you're never going to want to go back to who you were. But the problem is our brain, our subconscious, if you will, which runs the show, a lot of people think they can change it with their conscious mind. Nothing is further from the truth. Your conscious mind has very little to do with who you are today. I like to tell my clients, when, when I talk to my clients, I say, you get what you rehearse in life, not what you intend. Because we all know the road to hell is paved with great intentions. But right. if you rehearse, you rehearse in life. We're going to go to a break right. and we're going to pick up on some valuable points when we come back. And we're going to go over those tips that you gave for maintaining a healthy memory. More after the break. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Create and build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to Everyday Peace with Dr. Drayvon James. Welcome back to Everyday Peace. I am super excited to have our fabulous guest here, Dr. Porter, today. You know that we are honoring and Alzheimer's Awareness Month by giving tips on how to improve your memory, how to uh, 
prevent or reverse dementia and therefore thereby keep us out of Alzheimer's. And yes, it can be done. Yes, there's lots of behind it. And I just want to just recap some tips. If you're just coming into the show, I encourage you to go back, listen to the replay and get everything. But I just want to give you some tips that we have right now that you can do right now that Dr. Porter has shared with us for improving your cognitive uh, ability to re- recall your memory. As he said, your memory has not gone anywhere. Those memories still exist. We just are lacking the recall ability sometimes. And so one of the major things, the first thing he mentioned was breathing. Remember to breathe those deep belly breaths and get that you know, the chi or whatever, the energy moving throughout the body. Increase your water intake. Half your body weight in ounces of water every day, right? The body is predominantly water. We know this, and yet oftentimes we are dehydrating ourselves. Um, improve your diet, right? We know that we want to decrease processed food, increase green leafy vegetables and vegetables in, 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 that, in that nature. Do some sort of exercise. Get that body moving um, and Watch who we keep relationships with. That's huge, right? That's huge, huge. Increase our sleep, right? Make sure we get some good quality sleep in there. These things will help us. I love it. I want to go back to this because you said this and I thought to myself, what does that mean? You can't smell peanut butter. Call a neurologist. What's what's so special about being able to smell, smell the peanut butter? Well, I don't know if it's just if it's just peanut butter, but that just happens to be one of the tests we have over 2,300 clinics using brain tap, so I have access to some pretty, you know, genius doctors out there working in the neurological field, and that's one of the tests that I was amazed to find out about, and I've had people ask me, do you think I have dementia? I said, you know, there's an easy test you can do at home, and every time they've done that, they're, when you, if that, that's the first thing that's going to go, your olfactory senses. I love so it. I love it's it. So, it's so important. So it could be other smells too, but peanut butter happens to be one that most people have on their shelf, and they can go check it out. Right, and it's pretty. It's just pretty obvious, distinct smell. So we all know mm. what that smells like. Pretty common. So something I was saying to you, um, we went on break, and we want to spend some time on this and and talk about the brain tap. Is that. I am a big proponent of, and I talk a lot on our show about self-talk and the importance of self-talk. And I, of course, work with my clients and improve our self-talk. And I am a firm believer in that. And what I have noticed with some people, including myself on some issues through the years, is that you really could have some great affirmations and you really have some wonderful mantras. But in the back of your brain, right, or somewhere in your psyche, is this little person and you said like a fourth grader right I always say like a two-year-old but I think a fourth grader because you can see how they could dig their heels in and stay on something and they're watching you and they're you know you can almost see this like a cartoon they're watching you and they're listening to your mantra and they're listening to your affirmations and when they let you go through all that and when you finish you know in my mind I see this little child inside of me saying that's all well and good but I still remember and this is a fact (laughs) that on the playground (laughs) And so, (laughs) you know, it goes back and it starts running and you're sort of on this wheel. And I love um, the work that you're doing, which we talked about theta waves and I'll let you take it from there. But the work that you're doing helps to reverse this and really gets in there and helps you to springboard from where you are to to your next level of greatness. And this is just phenomenal. So we'll talk about that and uh, the brain tap device, which is phenomenal as well. Yeah. Well, what I like to tell people is you have to, there's something called state dependent memories. If I wanted you to see the Statue of Liberty, we're going to have to go to New York 
or be across the river in New Jersey. We can't. We can imagine the Statue of Liberty from other places, but to really see it, we've got to be in that state. So the same is true with the state of consciousness or brain state. So the brain state that you were when you were a child, when you were developing who you are, there's a lot of evidence that shows that up until six, seven, eight years old, you're kind of a sponge. You're taking in all the information. And the biggest sponges, of course, are mom, dad, brothers, sisters, preachers, teachers. These people are all bringing all this information into your subconscious mind, and you're forming who you are. Once that's formed, there's what we call the critical factor. It gets sealed off. Then changes take a long time. In fact, most people have heard the expression, it takes 21 days to make a change. You've probably heard that yourself. Yes. That's not true. That's not true. There's been no study that ever showed that. The studies that they're quoting from Stanford and Harvard said it takes 21 days if you use relaxation and visualization technique. If you don't, they said it takes 18 months of dedicated behavior every day for 18 months. So if you want to have a what they might call a health hack, a way to accelerate that training, you're going to alter your brain state, get into that theta state. Now, it's very difficult to get into theta. A lot of people think uh, when they think about meditating, they, they see gurus on mountaintops. Well, what we were talking about before, if you and I were on a spaceship coming to Earth, the Earth itself, we would be able to measure it, let's say, from space. The Earth has a resonant frequency of 0 0.01 to 100. Our brain also has those same frequency responses. What I mean by that is when we're in a place in nature, around the planet, different energy centers around the planet, it just happens to be when you're in the mountains, you're at 7.8 hertz frequency. That happens to match the brain wave called theta. So if you want to meditate, of course, the best place to go is to go to Thate, go to the mountains. We can't do that as much. You know, you can give up your whole life, go to the mountains and meditate for 20 years, or you can use technology. What we've done is we've used sound, light, and vibration, and the brain responds to that through science called frequency following response. So the brain starts to match those frequencies, and it creates it. You're a pharmacist, but we have the world's greatest pharmacy between our ears. The human brain can release 30,000 different neurochemicals with a simple thought, but also they're being triggered by our environment. So if we're by the ocean, we produce acetylcholine. That's 10 hertz frequency. If we're, by, if we're in the mountains, it creates uh, GABA, which is because we're at, at theta, that's the brain wave that actually creates and tells the body to begin to produce this neurotransmitter. It causes us to have deep sleep. The more stress we have, the less we produce acetylcholine, the less we produce GABA, and the more fear, the more frustration, the more stress shows up. So that's why interrupting those patterns, like the way you started the show, by taking a few deep breaths and making everyday peace, just that intention alone and then following through with a behavior like that is going to be massive to our consciousness, and consciousness shows up in our biology. So our body mirrors that. Our heart your listeners might know this, they might not, but your heart actually has 40,000 neutrino cells, which means you literally have a heart brain. That brain in your heart is communicating twice as much to the brain between your ears as the brain between your ears communicates to your heart. So your heart is running the show, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. So when you're following your heart, you create coherence. Now, in science, we call this heart rate variability. We can measure it. 
So we can measure how certain activities or certain foods, certain belief systems, how that's affecting our biology. And what we're, what we're showing is that when you have these times of, you can have these high times of stress as long as you have equally high times of restorative, restful thinking or gatherings. You know, in ancient times, we used to gather as a tribe and we might have drum circles, we might have dancing and singing, something to get us out of that neurological lock that happens because of the stress of the day. I mean, think about it. We used to be hunters and gatherers. We didn't know if we were going to live tomorrow. You know, so every night we would celebrate and every morning we would, you know, wake up to the light of the sun. Now, unfortunately, people are abusing technology in such negative ways that we have to learn to use this technology, like we're talking about brain tap, in a very healthy way because we do have a healthy solution to get your body back in sync with the natural rhythms of our life. Oh, this is wonderful. So we have um, it, everything that you're saying. It makes such good sense. And we and we know that this is our bodies. We are equipped. We can handle what's coming for. The body is a beautifully equipped machine, right? But the piece mm -hmm. that we're missing is the restoration, right? Because we will, we, right. I'll speak for myself, run this machine to the ground. And then we always downplay, many of us downplay the restoration, you know, and I always tell my kids, I say, you know, work hard, play, work hard, play harder, right? And mm -hmm. because we do need that regeneration and in, in, in that play is the sleep, is the diet, is the time with family and friends, is the laughter, all of that helps to restore and create balance in our life. And we're, we're missing that, drastically missing it. In fact, a lot of times in certain corporations and, and careers, you know, they really frown on you even take, you know, working uh, five day week. The expectation is that you, mm. you know, you're you're a slacker if you're only going to put in five days and you don't, you know, you don't. Everybody doesn't need two days of restoration. But so, given all of that, I think that this uh, sound, light, and vibration that you've created these frequencies. How often? Well, tell us a little bit. How how does it work? The device. I've actually seen it, and and I'm so fascinated mm. with it myself. But you've created something that. Um, but I've seen it, you know, on, online. You've created mm -hmm. a device that uses sound, light, and vibration. And I was amazed when you said that, um, you know, the light sensors in the ears and all of this stuff. Tell us a little bit about your device, the Brain Tap. Um, what okay. what it does? So, yeah. Let's start first with light, because as in as our let's say in ancient times our ancestors, they would wake up to the light from the sun. Every cell of your body has something called chromoforms. And think of it like solar cells. Our body, the most important nutrient for our body that's underprescribed and underutilized is light. That's why things like seasonal affective disorder. That's why it's so bad to have to be trapped inside the house. We need to be outside or at least have healthy light to get our body to function correctly. At night, we should be going to sleep, you know, literally before 10 o'clock at night or we're not producing enough melatonin to really clean our brain and keep us healthy. Uh, but that's only one function. But why is that's? I'm just saying that light's important. So what we can do now with LED light, we use red and blue LED lights, specifically tuned LED frequencies that match the frequencies of our sun and for sunrises and sunsets because those are the two times that it can actually reset our gut biome. So for those that know, understand what's called the gut-brain access, because your gut actually has more neurons in it than your brain does as well. So a lot of people, we have a thinking gut. That's why when people say I have a gut, uh, my gut's telling me to do this, my gut's telling me to do that. We actually have gray matter in our gut, like brain matter. 
So we have right, a thinking right. nervous system. So what we're going to do is we're going to use light. We're going to mirror the light from the sun to imitate a cycle of sleep, to put the brain into a state of restorative nature. We're going to use sound, specific frequencies, to trigger the brain at the most primitive level, what they, what they call the default mode network of our body. It's also called the reticular activating system because it's part of our primitive brain. And it's always observing our environment. And it's looking for things that are just odd and different. Is this safe? And so it loves patterns. So we're going to use the patterning programming of our brain. We're going to teach it to go into these altered states. And the altered states, of course, are alpha and theta. These are the healing states where we can turn on that thriving brain. And then in certain sessions, we're going to use music. Music is key because we've shown in labs there's a science called the Mozart effect. If we just simply play classical music, like from the Mozart time period, the Baroque classical music, people are smarter without teaching them anything new, just playing this music in the background. Your brain functions better because the rhythm and cadence of this music. Some people would call it the music of the spheres, like that Mozart actually would tune in to the music of the universe. He transposed it into his orchestra playing, you know, into his, into his piano, and people then, now we hear it, which would only be usually available to these people who have these mystical experiences, but it's available here. We also begin to use language. We now know, thanks to people like Bruce Lipton, that we can change up to 2,300 gene expressions by the words we choose. And when you said earlier about negative thoughts, they say the average person, 80% of the thoughts they think are negative. The nice thing, though, is that think of how much light it takes to light a dark room. It doesn't matter how big that room is. One light bulb can fill that room typically. So yes. we just need to have those positive thoughts to get, turn the light on to get the brain thinking in a more optimistic way. And to bring it home to, uh, to Kansas City there, uh, we have the, there's a sports team there, a soccer team, that is the uh, Sporting Kansas City, their professional soccer team there, they set up a room with 20 brain taps in it for the, for the soccer team. And they do uh, restorative uh, therapy there where they have these um, compression boots that they wear that push the bad blood out of their legs because they've been running, playing soccer, and really abusing their body because they're professional athletes. But before they leave for the day, they do a brain tap session. So think of it like a way to get you back into that restorative brain and get you back thriving and get rid of the stress. Some of our research, we have many different research projects, but one, one that we just were published during COVID in May was through the integrative, um, integrative health program at the National Institute of Health. We took 100 people, adults, with no meditation experience, 50 men, 50 women, and we measured them before through biological markers and then after a one 20-minute session. We, we were able to bring down their stress levels by 38.5% in 20 minutes. All they did was put it on, press play to change, and their overall general, all the markers that we were measuring, which was nine of them, when we added those all up, they had a 27.3% neurological improvement just from that one 20-minute session. So you can make a drastic change, and you don't have to take years of learning how to meditate. Remember, we're trying to make this easy and use nature to bring us back, but we're going to imitate nature. We're going to mimic nature through this light, sound, and vibration because everything in the universe, Nikola Tesla said it best. He said, if you want to know the secrets of the universe, you must first think about 
frequency and energy. And Absolutely. that's what we're talking about. So, we so have, we are. We have a caller. They, I, I want to. They want to interview sure. one second because we have a caller that's been holding on for a second, and I don't want. Oh, I'm sure. Okay. I don't want to lose this. Let's see if I can get him on here. Hello, welcome to the Everyday Peace Show with Dr. Drayvon James and our fabulous guest, Dr. Porter. Thank you for your patience. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. My question is very quick, um, Dr. Porter. You talked about. Uh, yoga. Are there any other type of exercises that you would recommend um, strictly to help enhance the brain, um, enhance your, your thinking, your clarity? And then I'll take my answer off the air. Another great show, Dr. James. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being an everyday peacemaker. Yeah, I think that anything that has movement and breath, martial arts is a great way. It doesn't matter what the martial arts is. Um, there's been there's a there's a whole study called uh, Feldenkrais, which is named after the, the he's he's a gentleman that wrote books back in the early 1900s, and he showed just by doing something called cross crawl and all these different exercises, like imitating like you're a baby again, your neurology system, your nervous system goes back online. So it's really about anything that causes movement and breathing at the same time. So if you find something that you find joyful and then you can do and move and breathe, it's going to be beneficial to you. Now, the reason I like the science of yoga is it's been proven, like especially restorative yoga for the, for the elderly population because it's, it can restore the health and vitality of the body and also with things like Tai Chi and they're low impact. These are things you can do as long as you can even do them in a chair, I mean, they do Tai Chi in chairs. They do yoga in chairs. So even if you can't get out of off the couch right now, you can start restoring your nervous system and get you back into that thriving state instead of just surviving state. Yeah, this this is wonderful information, and it's it's actually good news for people who are so, so stressed out right now, and they say you know they have a hard time uh, settling themselves down to stay still enough to to meditate, right? Because I think sometimes you've got to break through some other some the, the noisy brain to even get you to sit down long enough. You're so fidgety, and you you know that sitting and trying to meditate increases their anxiety, right? And so you what you have here is you you're working with this the sound light and vibration and uh, that is resonating and i'm using the very lay person's words here but it's resonating with the whole sense of being so it's not requiring you to do anything um talk a little bit about how the device like i've seen it go over the eyes and um over well, the ears but, but yeah so it's going to use it's going to use light through retinal flashing so your eyes are closed but for those into science it's it's um the cranial nerve two that's going to be attracted to that light and it's going to create a balancing effect in the hemispheres of the brain. What's happening in the right eye is happening in the left ear. The sound is going to mimic that light. So through light and then sound, and then we're going to put in different frequency responses in there. But the light in the ears, there's meridian points in the ears, which means all of the information travels as light, something called photobiomodulation. If we took that light and they actually can can measure it now, it would trace throughout the whole body. So even though you might be putting it in the ears, they, if the information or energy is not flowing through the body correctly, it will show up in the ears. And people who do auricular therapy or acupuncture, they know that they can, they can repair these meridians. Now, just like a laser can do this, 
because it's a high-powered. LEDs can do it as well because the light, the energy is going to look for the path of least resistance. So we're going to bathe the ear in light. All the hemoglobin, the blood that's flowing through the ears, the hemoglobin is going to absorb those photons. It's going to circulate through the body. It's going to find the cells that are going into apoptosis or cell death. It's going to exchange that energy. When that energy is then given to the mitochondria of that cell, it's going to start back up again. They call it the Krebs cycle. And as it starts back up, it's going to re-instruct. It's going to take the instruction set of that cell and reignite it. So in the brain, we do it in the ears and in the eyes because we want to get light into the brain to get the brain functioning the way it was intended. So light, again, is the most underprescribed nutrient on Earth. Now, if you're just using the earphones, the ears bring in 25,000 pieces of information every second, and it converts that into energy. It's all energy. So as that sound comes in, that's why there can be no noise in a vacuum because there's no energy transference. So, but in our, the, what, we have, what appears to be empty space, which we're breathing as air and oxygen, is actually 1 20th of what the ocean is. We're swimming in a sea of information. And the reason we have sound is because it's, it's hitting off those water molecules in the air and we're receiving that information. Now, that, that conversion of energy, because we're using the frequency response the brain likes, we can create energy through sound. We can create it through light. We can create it through frequency. What we've done, or what I've done over the years, since I've been doing this since the 80s, is come up with better and better ways to make it smaller, easier for people to use. Now it's a headset. You can simply, if you want to do it with just your app, you can use your own earbuds and do it. And that's what we can, if they go to braintap.pro, for 99 cents, they can get that app and they can get the book, my book that explains it called Thrive and Overdrive. And even if they don't do anything after the month, they get to keep the book. So they can learn more about it because I know we have a limited time here. They can learn more about it. They can see it online and, and learn more about the technology at that point. And we, and we do. We're running out of time. And I, I just want to make sure because I'm super excited about what this will do for our listening audience. Uh, for those of us who are concerned about memory, for those of us who are dealing with stress and something that you said that I want to make sure that I got and that our listening audience got it too is that uh, how I translate it in my mind. You pretty much, and this is so true, the answer for every question that you have resides within you. It's in there. You've got to mine for it through all of this stress and all of this background noise and all this other stuff that's going on. And what this sounds like to me is the great mining tool. It's helping to unpack and really get to the core of who we are and to help to release that energy that you mentioned these theta and alpha um, healing waves that this is where that is. And so this can help us do that. Uh, the device, again, you said you can get it um, going to braintap.pro. There's a 99 cent um, trial there. Highly recommend that our listening audience not only try that out for themselves, but please reach out to your family, your friends, your so your social media circle. Encourage people because people are stressed. COVID, the anxiety of not knowing what's next. We talked at the beginning about, you know, waking up to the alarm, but people are not even getting a full deep sleep anymore because they're just so anxious about everything that's going on in society. So now you mentioned, and I this is a question that's very ter terribly selfish, but you mentioned that you can do this with just the, um, your phone, but if you're doing it with just the phone, I'm wondering, uh, 
how do you do about the eyes? How is that working? If you're just you're, doing it with you're, just... You're, just, you're not going to get one piece of the technology with just the earphones, but it'll give you an idea of how it works before you make the investment into the headset. The headset is $647. It enhances it, but you can get a good result. I mean, we're in 120 countries, and most of them we can't send the headset into because of restrictions with, with shipping. So we're getting really good results with the sound. But, of course, for those that really have an issue, they'd, they'd want to use the full light and sound and um, experience that we have. Right. Well, this this is phenomenal. I, I can't uh, congratulate you or thank you enough, as it were, for the fabulous work you've dedicated your life to helping people to understand how they really can get maximum utilization out of this incredible brain that we have. We know we're not even getting 3% productivity out of what we have the capability mm -hmm. to do. And um, the healing is there for those people who believe that they may be having some problems with dementia. Again, it is November. It is Alzheimer's Awareness Month. Um, reach out to your community. Reach out for those of you who are in healthcare centers. This is something that needs to be talked about. This is something that could possibly be a benefit for yourself and your loved ones. So, Dr. Porter, thank you so much for being our fabulous guest today. For our everyday peacemakers, please take advantage of getting your seven-day free course finding and discovering your passion by emailing DravonJames at gmail.com and putting in free in the in the tag in the subject line there. Also, please consider going on and learning more about the brain tap. This is Dr. Drayvon James. You're listening to Everyday Peace. I absolutely love you. Thank you for showing up today as an everyday peacemaker. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Medium Ship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.